0: Hello and welcome to episode sixty of Zion's Finance. This is Kenny Brown, and I am joined by Sam Sweetin. Hey guys, Sam is back. We have uh, we had a store champ two weeks ago. We're having another store champ this week, which Sam is not attending. Nope, can't make this one. Oh that's all right. That's all right. I, I'm going to win anyway. You hear that, Scott? <laughs> um, so what we're going to this episode, what we're going to do is it's going to be a little bit more of a list building, but not really. What what we're going to do is something kind of fun. We're going to do a tier list. Now I know lots of people have tier lists. In terms of Brett on the Slack channel has got an awesome, exhaustive tier list, and he's got a really interesting way for ranking, like how where he puts figures. We talked about that months ago. I'm I'm not actually I can't actually remember where it is, and as long as it's been lost to the message count. But that's what we're gonna talk about in this episode, is actually gonna be more focused on making um, mid-tier figures work because both Sam and I run mid-tier figures. As, like, we like to include them as, like, backbones on our list and to make them work. Before we get to that, just a few logistics. Join us on the Slack channel by sending an email to zionsfinestia at gmail.com. Support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash zionsfinest. We have got no news related to Skirmish since our last episode. They are releasing a new campaign for the app, which is really, really cool. But as of yet, we are still waiting on additional news from Lothal, which is making me a teensy bit angry. <laughs> as soon as uh, as soon as Thrawn gets announced, we are going to be producing alt art cards for Thrawn for patrons. They are super awesome. In addition, we've got some amazing, amazing, amazing tokens that are going to be going out to patrons. Um, those will be going out as soon as the Thrawn packet goes. In addition, Zion's Finest has we have produced um, custom how do you say this store tournament kits. They've got amazing tokens that we've custom... I, I designed them, and we had a great producer out in Ohio um, produce them for us. Highbridge Design is the name. And what, what they are is we've got a Zillow token, a Return Fire token for Han, two Courier joy tokens, and then an Alt-Art Lando card. And there are some additional things that are going in that. The tournament kit is sweet. The reason why we did it is because we wanted people who either, one, don't have access to it, like a store championship kit, or store tournament kits... Or um, for whatever reason, if you want to just have like your own Zion's Finest tournament or whatever, I mean, you don't have to call it a Zion's Finest tournament. We are we are vain, but not quite that vain. Uh, we just what we're trying to do is just put out stuff that people are excited about that is unique and cool and you know just things like that. And trust me, guys, these things are awesome. I'll I'll, um, I'll put it on the Slack, and if you've got any questions, obviously join us on the Slack channel, and you can see how beautiful they are. But they are beautiful. But Sam, without any further ado, first off. Uh, remind people who you are, because we might have some new listeners, and then let's get into your tier list.
1: Alright, so, Sam Sweeten, I've been playing about half a year now, just played in a couple of tournaments, and I kinda like running a little bit off-the-wall stuff. What'd you
0: run at the last store champ,
1: or, our, your first store championship,
0: and our first of the season? What'd you run?
1: I ran, um, so I was trying to make Maul work, was the idea. I ran Palpatine, Maul, Onar, BT, um... Regular Riots, and two Officers.
0: Okay. So, off
1: meta. Off meta. I, I won. I went one and two in the actual tournament, and then I just played a game after while the other people were doing the top cut, and I ended up winning that. So That was like, against
0: Kent, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was against Kent.
0: Kent's a really good... Kent's like bonkers good at... He's like FFG's dream boy. He plays all of their games. And he does really well at all of them. So, yeah. that was awesome.
1: hmm So, I was happy. My goal was uh, two and two. I've, so... I, I I hit what I was going for. There so. you go. Awesome. All right.
0: So now that you you've done that, you are also, as you said, you're new to the game. You also play the campaign. Yep. With a group that you've got up in Logan, Utah, which is northern Utah. Okay. Now
1: tell us about your tier list. Okay. So I like to think of characters in one of four different tiers. So um, and you can label them whatever you want, S, A, B, and F, or whatever. Or I just think of them one, two, three, four. Okay. So tier one is um, figures that consistently win tournaments okay we, especially major tournaments so this lumps together figures who are sometimes put in like an s tier or a top a tier
0: because so, like gideon is an auto include right so right. people would say oh that's s tier right because there's no way you're going to run a rebel list without taking him and most scumless are going to take him as well
1: right but this also includes like han and yeah because han's consistently winning tournaments so you're going to get Han, Vader, Jets, Gideon, IG, Wequays—they're all in this
0: group. Okay, that's interesting. That's a that's a good way to describe it. You're just <clears> compressing <throat> it in terms of figures that are constantly in lists that win tournaments.
1: Yep. Okay. Exactly. Tier two are figures that are that occasionally win win tournaments, and but they have a drawback to them that doesn't make them quite as consistent, or they just they just aren't quite up to the power curve. These are figures like Ahsoka who are good units. Yeah. Who just don't quite quite do it. I think Jabba's right on the verge of jumping into Tier 1. Yeah. But right now, he's still in, still in Tier 2.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, realistically, like, earlier, two <clears throat> months ago, people just said Jabba was, like, bottom of Tier 2, right? But, like, he's... Uh, one more thing. Sorry. Like, time out for a quick second. We have been organizing play results. Um, I've been trying to uh, aggregate all the data I can get. We've got, I think right now, probably 10 store championships that people have sent me, in addition, obviously, to Worlds and Euros. And Jabba has been in several like store championship winning list. Now these are store championships. People are might be running like I was running my Jedi Knight Luke spies list. Sam was running his mall, right? His like Mall um, Empire list. So like we're not like we're not quite talking about like the tip top of the meta, but Java's been doing really well, which is kind of interesting. So anyway, sorry. Yeah,
1: and I think that's an important distinction that tier two figures often win lower level champ Okay, the lower, lo- lower level I like that. um um, c- competitions, okay, but they aren't winning worlds or regionals. Okay, great point. <clears throat> yeah, tier three are figures that are good enough to be played. Well, they're not good enough to be played. They're passable enough to be played. Okay, it's not ne- like uh,
0: just their point is one for one handicap, right, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Um, and but they aren't played very often, and they never really place well so when they do. I think of these as figures like Obi Wan or That's Maul. Also, good
0: comparison. Also a good comparison.
1: <clears throat> right, that people. Bring in because they like them. They want to try and yep. make them work, but they never are really up to snuff.
0: Yeah, that's like I like that. I and mean, you can make them. You can make them work in the sense of someone who's dedicated. Would you put MHD in that category? Yeah, I would put okay. MHD in that category. So oh, sorry. So,
1: another thing I would put in that category: tier three figures include. You can have like one player, like like Kenny with MHD, is a great example who can win a tournament with them. Yeah, but they aren't. But. That's just gonna be one player who's really worked on that character.
0: Yeah, okay. That's I, I think that's a good comparison. Okay, mm-hmm. now tier four?
1: Tier four never sees play at all. Biv. Biv, yeah. Saska. Saska. Pretty much most things in the core box are twin shadows. Yeah. <clears throat> so all that stuff. Where would you put Davith, like a figure like Davith? Uh Davith Davith is little, I feel like he gets just enough love occasionally in some people's lists that he's low tier low tier three. Okay. Because he's not He's, he's not cl- quite unplayable. He's not quite unplayable. Okay. Um, but these are the figures that like nobody even plays in the No 16 meta.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. We should t- we uh we've been running our no top sixteen tournament on Vassal with Zion's Finance. It's been a ton of fun. We had like what thirty people in the tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which is awesome. So I was running Myrn, um, Leia, Kotun, Double Sabs, I don't know what else. Chopper, maybe. Um, what were you what what's your list?
1: I'm running Palpatine, E Sentries, uh, Palpatine, Once in East Entries, Double E Probes, Double Regular Probes, and BT. Okay. And so, like, all these figures, I feel like, are either Tier 2 or Tier 3 figures. I okay. Guess. Yeah, Palpatine yeah. is
0: definitely Tier 2. He, yep. m- he might even be Tier 1. Like, he's, like, High Tier 2, Low Tier 1.
1: Maybe. Yeah, so here's the thing. Palpatine has... He does well, but not not since last regionals has he been in any major winning list. true. He didn't make Top 16 at Worlds. And for that... Reason I would put him, I would put him in tier two.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, Lucas Davidson when he came on, he talked. I mean, Lucas Davidson was just beating the tar out of everyone in the United States with. Um, I think he did start with Vader Palp, but he quickly shifted to Vader um, Riots, E Riots. right? See, I'd
1: put Riots in tier one right now.
0: Yeah, I think I, th- I think Riots are high tier two, low tier one. But I mean. Riots, for their cost, and maybe we can talk about this here in a little bit, but, like, riots for their cost just do exactly what you need them to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for their cost, 7 points for 14 health, but realistically 16 health, and realistically 17, 18 health, because, you know, it's going to take one, sh- you know, most of the time more than one shot to kill them. You can pitch cards with Zillow, you know, and, like, the, the prospect of getting, like, 16 to 18 health out of seven points, that's insane, right? And they can right. hit you with a pretty big stick if they get close. So
1: yeah, and you see them in enough winning lists or lists that do well that yeah. I would put them in that in that top tier.
0: Did um did especially Re- regulars see? CD- yeah, it's true. That's a good point. Did Rez um Brandon Kyocho, he made top four. He was running the ATDP terror
1: list. Was he running? Did he have? I think he just had a jet swarm. See, I would say his list is an example of making tier two figures work.
0: Yeah, but- I'd
1: call tarot and ATDP right now are tier two. I agree. They, they can occasionally win a tournament. Yep. But they aren't going to consistently win a tournament. Yeah. But he made them work.
0: Yeah. And also, the thing with that is him and uh, Rob, uh, yeah. so the the Texas group,
1: mm-hmm. They
0: I know they've been practicing the tar out of that list. And Rob was beating me. I mean, Brandon's a super, super, super good player. I actually played him. It was my last game in Swiss. We had a good game. I can't remember how our game exactly went down, except I knew I had all the cards. So our game wasn't, like, crazy close, but it was more of, like, I had all the cards I needed, right? Mm-hmm. But I know he had practiced a ton out of that list. And Rob was just smacking me around with it. Because Tarot was so good, especially against rebel figures, especially against the box, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, Robert actually kind of like gave me, I think, what I needed in order to beat Brandon. So, sorry about that. Sorry, Brandon, you should uh, smack Rob around for that. But, um, but yeah, that's I, I like that. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, with that being the case, we've kind of laid that out. Uh, what I want to do now is I want to talk about how we make Tier 2 and Tier 3 figures work.
1: Okay, so the characteristics of Tier 2 and Tier 3 figures, as I said, they have some sort of drawback, okay. right? Or maybe they don't have necessarily a weakness or a drawback, but they just aren't as good as something else.
0: Yeah, for uh, in terms of traits or for cost, or like what do you mean when you say not as good as something else?
1: Yeah, like in terms of like cost like you could get the aren't they don't see play as often because there's just something better better than them i think vinto's a good example of this oh
0: that's an interesting point okay like
1: vinto right now is a tier two figure i think yeah um usually you're including him for a specific reason yeah um he's probably one of the better tier two but most of the time there's gonna be uh, there's something else i'd rather do for those five points take
0: onar take grito plus black market right yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting point
1: yeah so i think the key with putting, building a list with a tier two or tier three figure work, is you have to look at that figure and you have to say, okay, what are its strengths? Yep. What are its weaknesses? How am I going to exploit the strengths? And how am I going to negate the weaknesses? Okay, so let's
0: so let's, let's do it with the character.
1: Okay, who do you want to do, Kenny? Uh, well, I mean, I would pick Ahsoka. Okay, let's talk about Ahsoka. Okay. So Ahsoka, she can... She's fast. Super fast. I right? mean, like, unparalleled mobility. <laughs> right. Crazy fast. She can... um. She here's here's the thing. She's almost good enough to one shot a four cost figure, yeah. But not quite, yeah. So I would give that a slight weakness. Then. Yeah, that's you that's, know? That's, it's true. For an eight point figure, you want to be able to you want to be able to one shot a four, especially if. We, uh, here's another weakness. Sokka is only getting one or two meaningful attacks. Yep. You want to get two out of her.
0: Yeah. Two. If I can get two meaningful attacks out of Sokka, I'm having a really good day.
1: Right. Exactly. Most of the time, it's getting one. Yep, exactly. You're only getting like one attack. And another weakness is her traits are kinda meh. Yeah. I mean, spy's, spy's great. Awesome. Spy's awesome. If you build around it. If you build around it. see, that's exactly the thing. Yeah. If you're gonna make Ahsoka work, you have to say, Okay, she's really fast. Okay. Um, so I can dive bomb her in there. But um, with really fast figures you want you want something else to also be giving pressure or else they're gonna, you're gonna dive bomb in Ahsoka. Yeah and she's gonna be dead. Yeah, she'll so die. you're like, Okay, so what else can I put in with Ahsoka that can also add some pressure? Okay, so maybe I'll pair her with with Han or Jacada. Yeah. Something else that's kind of in their face now. Um, Han, I actually think is it's kind of a weird pairing for Ahsoka cause people don't want to shoot Han. Yeah. So you dive bond in in Ahsoka, they want to shoot Ahsoka. Yeah,
0: exactly. And <clears throat> they both want to go last.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. So I think he's kind of a wonky one, but I think Dracotta yeah. is a good fill-in that f- gives more lots of pressure. Lots of pressure, or even Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I actually like Dracotta a little better with Ahsoka because. Jakarta has to play a little... Just slightly more forward than Rangers. Yeah. A space or two. Yeah. Which, at, when, Ranger, when Rangers are too far away, people are just going to kill Ahsoka anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So, I'll just say, like, before we go on with this, my approach with Ahsoka was what I needed her to do. So, in the, she kind of, like, anchored the first box because in terms of um, roll, because what Ahsoka did is once she gave me my second spy because I had Max, so I could now comms mm-hmm. disrupt Blaze, yep. I could comms disrupt, you know, Everything except on the lamb is the only thing I was really worried about columns disrupting. Um, because like assassinate, like that's what miracle worker is for. Um, so you know I had my two spies, and if I focused her, she can one shot a weak way. Yep. Most of the time. Definitely. Most of Definitely. the time she can fo- She can one shot a weak way. One shotting a jet is a much more difficult proposition, and that was like that has just been like Ahsoka and all Rebel Force or Rebel. Melee's problem is that in order to, like, get attacks off, they gotta get in people's grills, but they're not... Dur- like, Vader will get in people's grills, and the fact that, like, they can Zillow, whatever, his attack does not matter that much, because one is his attack is so strong, and the other thing is that he can soak up so much attacks like you're still gonna be getting value out of him, whereas Ahsoka's gonna dive bomb in, it's a jet, so I will, I'll roll my three greens and a blue, I'll get four damage and two pierce if I'm rolling really, really well, um, or two surge and then he will uh, he'll pitch or so he'll roll a two block he'll convert right and well it actually he doesn't even need to be I mean the whole point is like he can like negate my attack so I'm not going to one shot him right? right and then exactly. like that that's just crippling right for Ahsoka
1: yeah Ahsoka needs to be able to one shot something yeah. so um and you know you brought up an interesting point like you said you're going to bring in her with spies. I think when you look at a low tier figure or a lower than tier 1 figure, you got to make sure their traits matter.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good point.
1: You got to make sure their traits matter. If their traits aren't doing anything for you, then they some of their point cost is put into traits. Yeah. You know, and Definitely. you aren't getting value out of those points if you are making their traits matter. Now, Force User is one of the worst in the game. Yeah. I mean it is. It is the worst in the game. I was yeah. trying to think of anything worse, but no. Guardian? Guardian, maybe?
0: Heavy Weapons. I mean, Heavy Weapons has got collateral Damage, which is a pretty good card. Um, I mean, but that's only one card, right? And so yeah. they've got lock, lock On, but no one runs it. Because no one runs Heavy Weapons, right? Like, who are our Heavy Weapon figures? Heavy Troopers. Heavy Storm Troopers. Sabs. Um, BT. BT.
1: So, and we're naming tier four and tier three. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like we're not like, no, none of these figures are like near the top. Yeah. There's a great one. Dracada, obviously, but like Dracada like the only one, right?
1: Yeah. And it's like, so if you look at Ahsoka, like who's another tier one force user? Well, the only other one is Vader. Can't pair (laughs) Ahsoka with Vader. Yeah, that's
0: true. Great point. (laughs) point. Fortunately. Ooh, Ooh, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would be great with Vader. (laughs) Yeah, would be.
0: Ahsoka, Ahsoka, Vader, two jets, two. So that's 20 points. And then, yeah, two jets and three officers. I like that. That's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, it sounds great.
1: <laughs> so, Forest User is going to be probably a dead trade on Soka. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> um, So, you're, you're going to lose some value that way. But that's the thing with Soka. You look at, okay, so she can hit fast. She can go fast. She can hit something. I need her to one shot. An important figure. Yeah. At a key time. Yeah. And then you got to figure out what you're going to pair her with. Probably, I think the best are either Rangers or, or Dracata.
0: Yeah. For, for yeah. for damage pressure.
1: Yep, for damage pressure. And then they're your standard fill-in with the Rebels, um, you're going to want to bring in some Spies. Yep. Um, I would think two Spies is probably even better. I would love that. Um, if you can't... Can problem is, is
0: finding two other good Spies, right? Yeah, that's exactly Mock's easy.
1: Mock's easy to throw in.
0: But your next Spy is going to cost you four points, yep. at least, and that's Myrn or Loku.
1: And if you're putting in, um, I'd say probably, if you're going with Rangers, you want to put in Myrn. Yeah. Loku's not that great, but with if you're playing with Dracotta, he's probably better than Myrn. In that sense? Yeah,
0: because the the height on Jakarta doesn't matter a ton because you're going to have all the searches you need most of the time, especially if you've got hair around. Good point.
1: Yep, But then again, see, then you're digging down into other Tier 2 and Tier 3 figures. Here's another thing. If you're playing with a Tier 2 or Tier 3 figure, you have to avoid... I mean, I didn't do this in my last door champs list, but you got to try to avoid bringing in other tier two or tier three figures. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. It's more of like, I'm going to make this figure work to do one thing. So, so let me, let me uh, say, this is why you want, I would want to include a figure like Ahsoka, right? Like, as opposed to like, I really like her figure. Like, I like, I like her from Star Wars. Like, I like Obi-Wan from Star Wars. I right. love Obi-Wan's figure. Like, I think he, the concept of Obi-Wan is so cool. And I really want to make him work, but I've tried, it's not not quite there. So we we are not gonna, we, we do not need to talk about that right now. But like Ahsoka. The reason why I want to bring Ahsoka is what I want to do with her is I want my opponent to make mistakes with positioning in terms of he's gonna put figures in places that she can get to them. And then I she has got a very reliable attack in the sense of I can expect to do, if she's focused, six to seven damage against a figure. And I don't have to worry about dodges because she can make them re-roll, right? Yep. So that's like, so she can pick off figures around the, on around the periphery. She can do it reliably and she can get, despite people's attempts to hide, which Han can't do, right? Like Han needs light of sight. He doesn't yep. have Rakata's thing. So it's like, so this is one thing she can r- do really, really well. <laughs> um, and that's why I'm going to want to build around her, right? Is like, she's going to do this thing. Okay. So, but like, it's like you're saying. I'm not. I'm not bringing her in, and then bringing all these other tier two figures because she's gonna do my one special thing, right? And then I need exactly. the rest of my list to do normal things.
1: Exactly. That's 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 really the thing there. And sometimes you can find odd synergies that kind of you can you can make two tier two figures work. I think an example if you're if you're playing with BT Palp might be a good figure. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, like that. BT's like a three tier three. Yeah. Pa- Palps a tier two. Yeah. But Palp does a lot to get, bring you value out of BT. Yep. But in general, you want to avoid other lower tier figures or palp and the atdp right like right that's, exactly that, that's an easy one right yeah exactly palp and atdp both tier two and but together they're they're more than a some other the their parts i don't want to talk about my favorite maul here okay
0: let's do it because maul is i think because I, I, I think ahsoka is more playable maul is less playable so, exactly. let's, so let's approach it from there
1: so um again with maul you start out okay what can maul do and the answer is not a lot. He can, he's can. he got a good attack. He can hit hard. Yep. And With little investment. With Yeah, with little investment. And he's typically... he He's going to hit hard, and he may you may get an extra activation out of him. That, 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 Maybe. that, that is a plus, but that's something to be aware of, but it's not something you're going to build around. So he's going to hit hard, and that's about it. Once. <laughs> he's, going he's going to hit, hit hard once. once. So to get your value out of Maul, you got to... Um, you gotta make him hit hard twice.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's I like that.
1: I think to get your value out of Maul, you gotta make him hit hard twice. And then I think if you do that, then he's exerted enough and he's then he's exerted enough pressure off the board. Yeah. Well how are you gonna do that? It's like what are you gonna put him with? Um you gotta give something that some other target besides Maul. Yeah. Maul can't be your number one go to guy. Yeah. That it can either be bringing in figures of this roughly the same offensive value than Maul. Like if you have Maul with Onar and a swarm of weak ways, like they're probably gonna go for Onar and the weak ways yep. first. Yeah. You know? Or you can have him with Vader and they're gonna go for Vader first. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> um so there's there's gonna be that, but then you gotta figure out a way, okay, how is he gonna get two attacks? Yeah. How is he gonna get two attacks? I think with Maul, there's um that's when you look at his traits. You're like, okay, I gotta make brawler or force user matter. Yep. I gotta make one of the two matter at least. Yeah. Or if not, he's dead. Yeah. You know, he's, he's Cause a for he's seven, a weight. Because for seven points, right, if he's like,
0: we've got to make, get some value, and realistic... Well, actually, you, you should talk about this. Talk about getting value out
1: of his traits. Yeah. In, in order to get his points back, he's got to... It's one of those points got is built into that Force you yep. to Brawler. Brawler's a decent trait. Yes, it is. He has that baked into his cost. you got to be able to do something with that. Yep. And I think there's a couple of ways to do that. I think one is to play him Vader Light. Okay. If you can get a parting blow off of him, with him, two attacks... Nice two attacks. You can... Kill two weak waves. Yeah. Or you can kill you can kill a jet and just put some damage on something else. Okay. Because you can use your first attack to attack it, maybe do five.
0: Yeah. Because of Zillow.
1: Because of Zillow. And then you attack someone else and use the cleave two just to finish yeah. off that jet. I like that. So um so if he gets two attacks, he can he can probably he's he's gonna kill one figure yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. <clears throat> At that point, you've probably done an, enough with him. Or Pummel.
0: Yeah, also Pummel's,
1: good. Pummel's also great. Um,
0: Especially with his like flexible attack ability, right? Because he has got mm-hmm. he can do de- reach, right? Isn't that what his ability is? He can either choose to become focused or get reach and cleave two. Is that how what is, happens when you guys yeah, his attack? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Focus or reach or cleave two. Now, another weakness of Maul's is movement. Yeah. <clears throat> Maul's not going to be getting his two attacks if that's what you're trying to do. Because that's the only... Re- He's not gonna play the objectives really. Um, he's not good at that. I mean, he can sit on something, but it's not getting you the value back you need. Yeah. Um he's not gonna get in there until round two or three.
0: Yeah. Like Obi-Wan, right? Like, like, like Obi-Wan, one, yeah. exactly,
1: like Obi Wan. And so you gotta figure out with Maul, okay, our movement card what movement cards am I gonna bring? Yeah. You're gonna bring movement cards, but you have to figure out what's gonna work for the rest of my list. Yeah. If you're playing with Vader, then you're obviously gonna bring Force Rush. Yep. You may consider also bringing Urgency, yeah, too. Yeah, I
0: would. I, I mean, would the ability to move Vader eight spaces and get off an attack plus a parting <clears throat> blow, right? Like, if you've got the shenanigans. Ooh, that's disgusting.
1: Yep. Um, Officers, Gideon, yep. you know, these these things that grant you extra movement. Things like face-to-face. I think he's actually better in Empire than he is in... I could see that. Um, Scum, because you can get more out of his traits.
0: So you don't think... So, I mean, like, what we're talking about here is pairing him putting him in Empire with Parting Blow like you're doing Brawlers, so you can do him with E-Riots and maybe Vader, right? Mm-hmm. So why would that not also work with... Um, are Gamorians not Brawlers? Are they, they just are. Guardians?
1: So they, they are Brawlers. Okay. But here's the problem with Gamorians Gamorreans are a Tier 3 unit. Yeah. You're including a Tier 3 Gamorians with a Tier 3 Maul. Yeah. And you're just... you're just At that point, you're just going to get blasted. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> now, in what I would actually do with Maul in Scum... I think, well, here's an interesting idea. If you pair them with, like, IG and some weak waste, give some pressure. Okay. And then you include, and then you give lots, of, and you build lots of card draw. Yeah. You're going to put an R2, you're going to put in black market. Okay. And you're going to include either um a one pommel. Okay. Or go for a parting blow combo. I'd go with pummel in this list. Okay. I'd just stick in one pummel.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then, um, that's going to be kind of your ace card. Yeah. For, for mall. Yeah. And your hope is Maul's not gonna be targeted. Yeah, he's probably gonna survive until you draw your entire deck.
0: Yeah, because they're gonna have to worry about Ig. They're
1: gonna have to worry about Ig. you are yeah. gonna have to worry about your um, your weak ways. Okay. And then and then Maul is going to be your your cleanup figure in that game. Okay. Maul is going to he's gonna put some pressure on the board. He's gonna kind of follow up behind Ig. Yeah. And then he's going to he's gonna clean up whatever Ig doesn't kill.
0: Okay. I like this. So a question would be here here would be a So, with IG's 12, Maul's 19, Weakways are 26, um, Gideon C3PO is 31, 32 because of Temporary Alliance. We could bring in Jawa, an Elite Jawa, and Hera, which would put us up to what? 32, that'll put us up to 39. And then Devious.
1: And then Devious. Yeah, so
0: that's not quite, that seems like it kind of lacks a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it does. But that, that's the thing, like... This is kind of part of the problem, right? That's exactly part of the problem, is that you're going... Here's another... If you're playing with... Here's the difference between tier and two, three figures. A tier two figure, I think, is just uh, perhaps a, a sub-optimal version of a tier one list. Yeah. Whereas a tier three lacks...
0: Yeah, something. A, something. Yeah, I like that.
1: <clears throat> so, if you're including them you're doing it the sacrifice of probably... Some objective control, yeah. or firepower, yeah. That's a great. You got to choose one or the other that you're going to be losing, and you got to make it back with Maul somehow. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. So, what would you think? So, I'm like, I'm really liking the idea of like thinking about how to extract value out of Maul by getting two attacks, and I think that is like the way to approach it, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's not think about Maul in terms of soaking up attacks. Let's not think about it in terms of doing objectives. Let's think about it in terms of getting two attacks that are pretty strong, possibly on cleanup. Okay, what is it that Maul? Like if you if your job if I told you Sam I need you to get Mall to top sixteen at Worlds next year what would you do like how what would be your approach to like making that happen
1: Oh wow yeah because I find like this is an yeah. interesting
0: exercise right because yeah. what you think is like I I, I don't I, I'm not saying this is something that everybody needs to do but for how I built the box was I said, I need to do one thing. I need to be able to stop scum hunters from wrecking face all the time. So what did I do? I like, you know, I brought an MHD, I brought a miracle worker on the lamb, obviously. And like, that was how the first box started out. And I'm like, it wasn't about getting it to worlds, but it was, I'm going to get this stinking MHD to work. right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just worked and worked and worked until I got that to work. So now the question is, is like with Maul. Like, in Ahsoka, I think, it's kind of a similar thing for, like, Ryan. Ryan Stripling. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, he got... He, he, I mean, he was running Han and up, But also, like, he kind of brought something besides Ahsoka. But mm-hmm. he brought Ahsoka, right? And so, you know, if, if the point is, what I want... And he made Top 16 in the world. So the question is, if you need to make Top 16 with this figure, is it possible? Like, is it possible to do it? And if so, like, what do you need to do in order
1: to get there? Right. So, um, I think... It's much, much, much harder for a tier 3 to make it than a tier 2. Okay. I think there's a vast chasm between those. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to make a tier 3, get to top 2, I'm going to practice that figure probably the entire year up. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's pretty You know,
1: fair. I'm I'm going to run a lot with him. I'm going to try a lot of different variants. Okay. I'm going to play test a lot of my ideas. I'm going to stick him with IG. I'm going to stick him with Vader. Yeah. I'm going to stick him with my Palpatine. Weird, wink, yeah. One janky thing that I did. And I'm going to... St- from there, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to seek matchups against the what I'm going to expect from from the meta. Yeah. I'm going to practice those meta matchups. I'm going to figure out what what are the bad matchups. Yeah. And then f- try and figure out what I can do to patch those. Yeah. I'm not expecting to have a good matchup against anything. Yeah. Like an auto win yeah. matchup. But I'm expecting to have some that are worse than others. Yeah. And I'm going to really want to practice those and figure out how to patch up those.
0: Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. See, as you're talking about this, what I'm what I'm realizing is what you need to be able to do with this figure, and Maul's a good example, is you've got to think, what is he going to bring that my opponent is going to not have accounted for, right? Yeah. In terms of like, like if you're if you're going, if I, like, you know, we're, we're going to go to our store champ for demo on Saturday. Scott's going to be running Vader. I know he's going to run Vader, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what to expect with that matchup, right? Yep. In terms of like, Scott will play defensively. I know like how our game's going to go, right? Like, blah, 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 blah. Matt will probably run something like IG. And I know how that game's going to go, right? Like, you just, like, you, you know what the other figures bring to the table. And I think that actually really helps with someone like IG, right? Because you know, okay, if he has got Blaze at this point, I need to do this in order to mitigate the risk. And JK actually talked about this when he was talking about his game against, I think, Robert, in terms of he knew that Robert had Blaze, or he, there was a strong likelihood of it. So he brings everybody back. So that IG cannot do anything meaningful, right, with his blaze. And I feel like th- that's something to think about, right? In terms of um like you know like what the opposing player is bring to the table. So now the question is is you gotta think about like with a figure like Maul. What is Maul gonna bring to the table that your opponent is not going to have accounted for that will give you a little bit of an advantage in order to win the game?
1: I think you gotta look at um I think the key to that is to dig into the command cards. Okay. Like, Ahsoka, I think, right back at you is kind of her card that does that. Gosh, I love this. I love that card. I think there's a couple cards that can do that for Maul. If you include Maul... Here's an interesting idea. If you include Maul as the only brawler in a list... Okay. And you throw in something... Or the only melee. Yeah. And you throw in something like a pummel, Yeah. Or a parting blow combo. Yeah. And you get it off. That's something that they may not have expected.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Right, you know? No. there. If, like, if my opponent has Maul, I'm like not thinking you're bringing anything for him i'm like well why would you include pummel right because that's going to hurt your hunter synergy right you're going to have to pitch either negation or tough luck or something right? like you wouldn't do that so I, i'm just going to assume you didn't do that right right
1: so you're going to bring in something like that and that card is a thing like pummel is going to actually get you a lot of value if you get it off yeah like it's going to do a whole lot or if you um like for my janky list i had the parting Glow combo yeah and you also had Onar, didn't you? I also had Onar. Yeah, which is a cool idea. Which helped me get off the Parting Block co- combo, and I was pumping th- Maul against Vader in my in my um, Vassal play testing. Uh-huh. I could get off ten damage against Vader. That'd be awesome That'd be amazing. Oh, uh, with with a with a Parting Blow Mall. Yeah, that's that'd be amazing. Which was and nobody expected it. Nobody yep. expected Maul to come up and Parting Blow and get two attacks off. Yeah. Or the other thing you can do with Maul is. That you won't expect is if you play Maul as an objectives control guy, which doesn't I think w- as work as well in these maps. Yeah, he's really good at sitting on stuff. Uh huh. And if you throw in a, a change of plans, mm-hmm. yeah, you know,
0: so you can like hold off his activation for a little while. Yep. Get and more value out of someone else.
1: Take initiative. You you're you're basically you you're keeping Maul from activating so that he stays alive.
0: Yeah, I mean he's just like. He's causing a problem in the sense of, like, your opponent can't deal with him, right? Kind of like Daveth with Vanish. It's neither optimal, right? But, like, it presents a problem for your opponent.
1: Right. So you got to do something that is, that is un-meta enough that people might... They might look at your list and expect it, like, with MHD. They're yep. going to expect in to see MHD. Oh, there's going to be Miracle Worker. Yep. But they haven't planned for it in yep. their list building.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and, like, it, it, I think the beautiful thing about off meta tier two really tier three things is that your opponents won't build for that because like you cannot plan to like pl- beat the box right like because if you're doing that like you're going to be sacrificing things like you should not be worried about how you're going to be mhc you should be worried about how you're going to be ig right like yeah. that's what you should be worried about and so that's kind of the nice thing about running these off meta lists is that your opponents i mean like here in utah like everyone has run against the box so many times so, like they're like okay you know Some people have, like, specifically attacked against it, but, like, the whole point is, like, you can't do that, really, in, like, big tournaments because it's going to hurt you otherwise. So that's something that's kind of awesome, right? Is like, you're going to be, like, okay, this thing, you can't, you have not accounted for that because you can't because you had to spend your
1: resources elsewhere. Yeah. I, I think Leia is a great figure.
0: That's a good that, point.
1: That that can do something like that. Yeah. She offers something different, people aren't going to tech against it. Yep. If you're going to include her, you got to figure out what you're going to do it with. Yeah. I mean, probably probably Han.
0: Yeah. I ran the Lovers box for a while, which was Han, MHD and Leia. I ran it on Vassal. I ran it like a few like just skirmish nights and it's kind of disgusting if it goes off well, right? Like the problem is is like Han. Like you you actually think like you got to kill Han. Or in that list because Han is gonna, Han is all of my meaningful attacks. Yeah, and he's realistically attacking three times per round. But realistically, you gotta kill MHG, you you gotta kill Leia because otherwise, like, I can just recycle all of my cards and it's the stupidest thing in the world. So
1: Han on the lambs <laughs> for the third time. Yep.
0: Oh man. And this, the the first the first time you miracle work somebody twice. Oh oh, that's a disgusting disgusting feeling. But anyway,
1: yeah yeah. So like again, so Leia does something like that. Yeah. That- They aren't going to plan for. Yeah, and that's that's how you got to look at these figures. You got to say, what are they going to do that's different, Mm -hmm. and you got to build on that to a T. Okay,
0: let's do it with another figure that's high tier three, low tier two, and we'll do this quicker now that we've kind of like run through the process. Give me some. Give me another figure that you can think about. That's like if I were to say, Sam, next year worlds, um, I'll probably be running the box again, (laughs) Um, or I will definitely be running Ahsoka. Um, But like, you've got to run something that's a Low tier two, high tier three figure. You got to get it to top sixteen. What are you gonna do?
1: Well, um, I think Luke Skywalker is perfect example of high tier two. Okay, that's it. Okay, low low, low 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 tier three. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of who else kind of fits in that middle ground. Leia, I would say. Leia, yeah. Um, and I'd say Boss is pretty solidly tier three.
0: Yeah, low um, tier. T- he's an interesting t- one who I would say like he suffers from like Chewie's problem, right? Chewie, I think Chewie is an amazing figure, but like Chewie, like the problem is you've got a Wookie smuggler guardian against who is going to hit like a truck, but and stun. I love, I love Chewie, but the problem is you're like, okay, why would I do that? When I can run Han, right, with, like, these other things, right? Yeah,
1: and choose definitely a tier two. But I think Luke is an example of a low tier two, high tier three. Luke was better before the Heart of Empire meta was figured out. Yes,
0: that's absolutely true.
1: I think Ahsoka was better before, the, before that meta was figured out a little bit. Interesting. May,
0: yeah, I guess maybe. She, she she definitely does better against Scum than against Empire. Because Zillow
1: just, like, wrecks the math for her. Mm-hmm. So, But, um... Sorry, that was kind of an off, off-talk statement there. But... Um, I think that it, Luke. The obvious, I think Luke is, is a solved low tier two, high tier two, yeah. three figure. Yeah. Everyone knows you gotta you gotta play around. Um, you gotta make Son of Skywalker. You gotta do everything you can to make that list consistent. Yep. Absolutely. That list needs consistency, so you gotta pair him with other figures that are consistent.
0: Like Rangers. Like, like Andy, Rangers. Andy Brazer from yep. UK.
1: Or you know do something janky like uh, like Jake. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. that's a good, good, comparison. IG is a very consistent figure. Oh
0: my gosh. Disgustingly consistent. Right.
1: Onar is a very consistent figure. Also disgustingly consistent. So you put a swingy figure like Luke and uh-huh. with some consistent figures. Yeah. And then you practice it. Yeah. You practice it, practice it, practice it. That's a good point.
0: That is actually a good point because Jake was, I mean, I, I he's actually coming on the podcast next week. I am sure that, so he went five and two worlds, which is no small feat, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of his success, I know, is, and I'm sure he would admit this, is attributable to the fact that, like, someone sees IG, Luke, and Onar and is like, I don't know what to do against that, right? Exactly. So, like, you can exploit the, not not that, like, they know what to do against each of those figures, figures individually, maybe, but, like, together, that's kind of just, like, a weird suite, right, in order to, like, to approach. Um, but I would also say that, how would I say this? in terms of, like, maximizing the consistency of Jedi Knight Luke. I well, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll just have to, like, talk to him about that in terms of, like, how he pushed the consistency of IG and Onar. Or if he didn't worry about it, like, what, what his approach was in terms of, like, getting the most out of... Was he just lucky? Like, how did that work? I'll ask him. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, I I think that... Yeah, exactly. You, you just have to... You gotta make it as consistent as possible. Okay. Gotta build up that consistency and i think you got to realize that your gonna your list is probably going to be really bad at the very beginning. Yeah. You're probably going to lose a lot. Yeah. But you, hopefully the idea is that you get better and better with it. Like, yeah. these these aren't these figures aren't necessarily like diamonds in the rough just waiting for somebody to yeah. to make magic out They can move up a tier. That's definitely possible. Yeah. The, the I feel like a tier list are a reflection of history. Yeah. and not of the future.
0: Yeah. It's a good point. I
1: like that. <clears throat> But um, you're going to have to practice these things in order to make it work.
0: Yeah. See, like, I, I would say, and, like, not to gripe about this, but, like, I played Jedi Knight Luke for, you know, six, seven weeks getting ready for our store Champ. And I was playing consistently. I did okay on Vassal. Like, well, actually, I would say I did well on Vassal, except my Empire matchup was never good. Yeah, and Scott beat me twice in our Sword champ. Like he beat me once, and our first game was not even close. And our second game, I made it closer, but it was like I just knew, like I'm like I've got a twelve point Luke Skywalker against a thirteen point Darth Vader, and like I just could not do that, right? Like the math just does not work out in terms of like yeah. how you're going to be able to do that. And and I feel like that's a problem for a figure like Luke in terms of like you said you solved low tier two, and I don't know like if you were if I were to say. Kenny, Jedi Knight Luke is who you got to get into top 16 next year. I'd be like, how about I'll take Ahsoka, right? Like, I would much right. prefer to, like, presents much more interesting choices, you know, something like that. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's a good point.
1: Yeah. I, uh, oh, I had another figure that I... It just escaped me as you were talking about. Another figure came off the top of my head. that's oh, all right. But with Luke being... That's another thing. You got to probably choose some... Like, if you look at Chewie, uh-huh. I think Chewie is... A figure that hasn't quite yet been solved. No, I think people don't quite know how to deal with Chewy. No, nope. yeah, I think that there's going to be some interesting. I think there's some interesting plays that maybe you could. Yeah, you could. Your your idea with Chewy is you gotta you gotta you want them to attack your other figures. Yeah, but they want to attack Chewy and you got to figure out a way to make them want to attack your other figures.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I I tried running a Chewie Dracotta box, right, because then that, w- that was, like, the whole idea of it. It didn't quite work out, maybe because I didn't practice it enough, but, like, I feel like that's an interesting point. I feel like the problem with Chewie in terms of, like, solving him is, like, what what you're trying to do is you you, you got to think, like, what are the the known unknowns and the unknown unknowns, right? Like, the problem is, like, with Chewie, you're not certain how much of his, the fact that he's not at the top of the meta is because all he really is is a smuggler. And that Wookiee just doesn't matter right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like there are ways to do it. And so like, that's kind of a part of the, sh- a strong part of the testing is you're not positive. Like, is Wild Fury good enough that if I worked on Chewy, I can make a card like Wild Fury work, right? Like, it's just not clear that those things are known, right?
1: Yeah. Or if, you know, building on his Guardian trait, if you could get another Guard, there's not another good Guardian Rebels, but if you could have them Bardy Guard, Chewie. Yeah. yeah, that'd something. be cool.
0: Yeah, there is not another good Guardian card. I mean, there are Wookiees and that. I don't, you know, we know how we know how they're doing. Um, the Wookiee
1: Brawlers or whatever. Okay. Well, Sam, do you have anything else for us? Um, no, I don't think so. I wish I could. Uh, there was something cool, but I totally forgot it. It wasn't so.
0: Leia? It wasn't. Let's see. What would be, what would be other figures? I, I could get, you know what? I would say this. Not that I'm going to do this. Leia is a figure that if I really set my mind to it, I could. I think I could get her into top 16 of Worlds next year. I agree year. with that. I mean, she is like one of those things where, and I think Luke's the same way. I think I could get a figure like, obviously Andy Andy did it. Andy is, I've, I, the word on the street is that Andy has been playing Luke Rangers, you know, since Jabba's came out. So obviously he's got a ton of practice for it. I don't think Luke's problem is like, oh, you could get him into top 16 if you're as good with him as Andy is. I think it's more a question of, like, it's just not interesting to get there, right? And I feel like that's kind of part of the problem with these Tier 2 and Tier 3s is you got to find figures that you find really interesting in terms of, like, all Imperial Assault games are are mostly about solving particular puzzles, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, that's one reason why I'm not a super big fan of IG or Vader is because they don't seem like particularly interesting puzzles to solve, right? Like, if your opponent has got IG, you're all you're trying to think is, does he have Blaze? Do I have Spies or Control Blaze? you know, blah, 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 blah. Vader, it's like, he's just going to come and wreck face, kind of kill him before he can kill me. Like, I just don't feel like those problems are very interesting to solve. Whereas, and like, I think Luke is kind of the same way. Like, if you get Son of Skywalker, you can do good things unless you don't roll very well, right? It's like the inconsistency. doesn't make the puzzle more interesting. It just makes it more challenging, right? Mm-hmm. To solve. Um, whereas I think like figures like, Dracotta, I think is a good example of like, solving the Dracotta puzzle was so much fun in terms of being like, oh, yeah, Dracotta might melt to Vader, but it turns out Dracotta, she hits like a truck and she can kill Vader. She can also one-shot Jets reliably. And, like, solving that was so much fun. And so, and I feel like you got to think about that in terms of, like, like Maul for you. It, you might like doing it for a little while because you like his figure, but it might not just be very interesting because yeah. you're running mm-hmm. against these really crappy traits, right? And yeah. the fact that his yeah. stat line is so bad. But, anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly with that. Um, I think there's an interesting note that, uh, <clears throat> y- you know, consistency... Is the mark of a tier one figure? Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> a tier two figure is good but inconsistent. A tier three figure is lacking. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I, th- I think that's really it. I think that's really, those are the main things you gotta consider when using a low tier figure yeah. to, to bring something up. And I think, um, just another thing to realize, even like in all games like this, there's going to be figures who are going to be worse, there's yeah. gonna be characters who are worse. Yeah. And that's just kind of how it's going to be. Yeah, you know. And part of part part of the fun of of the game is, I think, the 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 discovery period. Yeah. Of of figuring though of figuring out yeah. these these lower two lower two figures. I totally
0: agree, and I, I I noticed that from like listening to Jorgen over at the Fully Armed and operational with those guys like figuring out Taro Vader. I think. I, well, I mean, fun. They took, like, sadistic pleasure in, like, crushing their enemies, right? You know, and, and understandably so. Like, that combination, like, the first time you run against it is brutal, right? right. And, like, brutal. And and I, I feel like that is something that there is something fun in that, right? Like, you bring something your opponent and they're like, I don't even know what to do against that, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that is kind of cool. And I know that um, Rob and Brandon, like, talked a similar thing in terms of, like, ATDP and Terrell, right? Like, it's just this... Thing that figuring that out is just really really fun to do, right? Exactly,
1: exactly. I think here's my here's my prediction of with the new map rotating in. Uh-huh. I think the Tarkin Tarkin. Tarkin I think the tier two figure that is well, I think right now it's a tier three figure. I think a figure that's going to bump from tier three to tier two, uh-huh. possibly high tier two, is the Bantha Rider.
0: Ooh, interesting. Ah, that's an interesting point. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not looking
1: forward to that, but yeah, I th- I think that. Why do you think that? I think um, he loses his worst map.
0: Yes. Okay. That's a good enough reason.
1: He gains a great map. Yeah. Um. With, I think people, I think they're going to look at that Tarkin map and they're going to say, I'm going to have one third of my matchups are going to be great matchups. Yeah. And then they're going to say. Well, or, what do you no, mean do you I mean, say like, 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 like Tarkin. Okay. All the Tarkin maps are going to be, they're going to be good for me. Okay. And then and then people are gonna have I think it's I think the other two maps Uskru and Moss Isley
0: Moss Isley is not bad for I've played against DT on Moss Isley and that's right and it's not
1: bad and I think people are gonna have fun solving the Bantha puzzle Mm -hmm. on Uskru and trying to figure out how to make it work against list I think it's a fun enough figure that people are going to be willing to put the effort in to make that work
0: I hate the Bantha so bad (laughs) but I like that that's a real that is a awesome an Mm -hmm. awesome 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 point. Uh, we'll have to see how that works, man. I actually, I really hope you're wrong on that score. Um, Well, Sam, do you have anything else for us? Nope, that's it. Awesome. All right. Well, we are, We. I hope everyone has enjoyed this little run right now. I mean, as we're waiting for news from Lothal, what we're going to try and focus the next few episodes on, I'm, like I said, I'm going to have Jake on next week. We're going to be talking about his, his uh, Three Amigos list. And it's going to be more focused on him making, his approach to making Jank figures work. Specifically, I want to talk about his Three Amigos list because I feel like that was... It's tough to call a list with, you know, the two best command cards in the game interesting, right? Because it's like, it turns out Son of Skywalker, I mean, Blaze of Glory is just, Blaze of Glory is the best card in the game because it is paired with
1: a better argu- than arguably
0: the best figure in the game, right? Yeah. I mean, like, but it was still it's a very very interesting list in terms of he doesn't have a ton of activations he might have these two amazing cards but like you got to play your cards right right in order yep. to make that work and so i want to i'm going to have him on obviously we're going to be talking about store champs and besides that we're kind of just going to be waiting to see hopefully lethal drops in the next month or so and then we're going to see how that shakes up the meta it looks like it's going to be coming on the tail end of store champs if we're unlucky which it seems like we might be unlucky it'll be after store champs and so we're going to kind of have to wait to see how the store kit um, kit season works that out before regionals start happening, which is, I mean, you know, regionals are going to be in five ish months. So that's going to be like the next few months going forward in terms of the podcast. Um, but again, we want to thank everybody for listening. We encourage you to join us on the Slack channel by sending an email to zionsfinestia at gmail.com and support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Finest. Sam, thanks again for coming on. Thank you for having me, Kenny. Thank you guys.